tiempo para de quejarte ya que se pone viejo y nadie va a querer hablarte nada. Aquí vivimos fuerte y libre, todo el combo cuando escupe tiene pique, no lo me dice, homie, kill it. Hombre de familia haciendo topa con los piles. Mi vida es seria, pero también el mejor chiste. Tengo amor, no me falta nada, viste. No te asustes, te fuiste donde te escondiste. Todo el mundo bien programado. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Outside Your Lane. My name is Luke Boric Osica. I'm really glad you're joining me today. So I want to remind everybody, first of all, what this podcast is all about. This is about a student slash entry level person entering the sports business. I made this podcast because I feel like I'm offering a unique perspective. The people that I'm listening to are established. Uh, they are providing really, really good insight into, for me, like the things I listen to is you know, sports law, um, things about NIL and, and industry trends. Um, so those are some of my focuses. I also try to learn about numbers in sports like contracts, things of that nature. So. Um, you know, and as if you go back in other episodes or, you know, just as I share, I'll keep, you know, reminding people of the resources that I'm going to, some of which you may already be into or have heard of. Uh, but again, I think I'm offering that unique perspective that you don't always get to see somebody in this industry as they're on the build, like they're, they're nobody yet, you know? So, um, and, and part of that is because, you know, so one of the things um, I'm going to a lot these days as I'm uh, on the climb is I'm looking at times where I kind of had, I, you know, I kind of kind of call them like a, a marking moment. Um, I even call them checkpoints, um, but uh, a moment where I was kind of marked. So I was talking to a friend of mine named Jason. Jason happened to lead me to Christ. Um, I did it willingly, if anybody's wondering. But, you know, he definitely, just his witness was so strong and all of that. Um, and I was so hungry for, for God and all of that. I gave my life, you know, to God. But long story short, we were talking years later. And so this is a couple of years ago now. And um, we were talking about the Warriors, um, you know, and he's a Steph Curry fan and all of that. And I was like, you know, that's cool. You know, I like the Warriors, you know, as far as like, I like watching them when I do, uh, um, you know, generally, uh, to be honest with you, as a basketball guy, like I'm not, for whatever reason, I'm just not a big, not a big Warriors guy, maybe more on another day. Um, you know, I know that's kind of rare. But um, with that, he was saying, you know, he was talking about enjoying watching their games and stuff. And, and for me, I just, I'm more interested in, uh, watching the behind the scenes of a player because at that time Steph Curry's uh, show had come out on Facebook and I'm just more interested in that show than I am in the actual game I'm not like the game I really like the game and in some ways like I, I'd really enjoy being at the game but I'm more interested in getting to know Steph the person and so you know I remember him you know kind of being a little bit taken aback, but just maybe the perspective. So to some degree, forget, you know, Jason for a second. Like it was for me, it was a moment where did I really just say that? Like, do I? Yes. Yes. I, I would. I'd be more interested in a documentary on somebody than an actual game. There's just no question. So um, and I have had to think about that recently. It was like, do I watch, you know, um, like Sunday night football, you know, or or do I watch like, you know, hey, rookie, welcome to the NFL or something like that. So um, to be honest, I was kind of going back and forth a little bit. Um, but but anyway, 
Um, so that that's kind of what got me here. Um, just the interest in what gets a player to the court. And I, I've been hearing that here and there in the sports business industry. Guys, um, you know, they find out that for whatever reason, either they can't make it to the court and actually play the game that they're trying to play uh, or or just whatever the case may be, right? Whether that's injuries or just lack of talent or opportunities or different things like that. And I think it's probably a combination of things. But nonetheless, you look at, you know, however you want to look at it, making a splash in the industry. And so you put all that together. And if you can carry the same, and this is big for me, if you can carry the same mentality as a really good, really sustainable athlete carries, then I feel that for the most part, as long as God's opening the doors, you can walk through those doors and, and go make it happen. So, so um, I, I wanted to touch on uh, that uh, as far as the podcast and as far as uh, you know my mentality. Um, and if if anything, maybe for you know one or or more listeners, that's like you know I, I really enjoyed hearing that today. I wanted to hear that. Maybe I needed to hear that. Um, whether you're way established in the industry or you're like me, you're just trying to get it going. Um, if anybody is listening, by the way, who has connected with me uh, and, and been kind with your time, thank you for listening to this. Uh, it's, I'm not expecting it of you, that's for sure, but I, I do appreciate you, that's for sure. Um, I did want to mention uh, just one of the challenges I've faced, um, like uh, almost any of us. I mean, even Mark Cuban, I know he, you know, it's not my favorite kind of motivation, uh, 100%, but like, early in his uh, game and the climb of, you know, accruing a, an empire, really, uh, he remembers a certain uh, gentleman who did not give Mark a loan uh, that he asked for. Um, I do remember th- times where people have uh, doubted me to some degree, um, but uh, I do think we have to be very careful about that kind of motivation. I'll just put it in the way uh, who who guy who's struggling right now, but but uh, nonetheless a, an extremely successful athlete in his own right, uh, regardless of what people have to say. Derek Carr is a real hero of mine in the faith, but um, you know he he'll, he'll tell incoming rookies that don't spend time proving people wrong. Prove people right who got you here, who helped get you here. So I feel that that's a great mentality. Um, and don't get me wrong, we all remember when somebody doubted us or you know X Y Z. Um, but uh, obviously, you know, to some degree, you kind of have to thank those people because they they helped you uh, stoke a fire that maybe you didn't have, right? They helped you maybe go another level. They gave you a certain perspective, you know. And we don't want to call it that, but it is iron iron sharpening iron right there, which of course is is out of the proverbs. So, um, so I was going to say though, when you're not when you're not paid for your effort, it, it can be difficult out there. Um, you know, so again, guys like Mark or really almost any of us, and I just happen to be live in it, uh, it, it's difficult when you're, um, when you're not compensated for your abilities, especially when, uh, you're, you're more than capable of, of being a real contributor. And of course, what's funny in my case is I, I am able and I'm not able at the same time. Like, um, I'm not proven. And so I respect that part of the journey. Um, but it is challenging. And so uh, I'm enjoying it, believe me. Um, but it, it is a bit challenging, you know, when you have a wife and three children staring at you and, um, you know, you, you have bills, you know, staring you down. And uh, I still got, you know, in my case, just from back in the day, just 
whether it be bad decisions uh, before I was walking with Jesus or whether it was just early decisions I was making to try to advance my music career at the time. Um, you know, just again, just just purely with school, um, just having to deal with, uh, you know, just providing for my family and, and working my restaurant job and doing all of that. So uh, it is what it is. It's all good. It's part of the journey. Obviously, I'm enjoying it, but it is a challenge. Um, so uh, a cool, uh, cool testimony, what I like to call in these, this podcast a triumph. I like to talk about trials and triumphs. So I was sharing about the challenges, the trials. Uh, the triumph here is I had a really good conversation yesterday uh, with a gentleman named James. He puts on a really nice showcase in Las Vegas um, generally every year. I think he had to readjust with COVID and such, but it's a basketball showcase. And uh, so um, I was pumped to uh, not only have a good conversation with him and talk about what I was doing and, and becoming a basketball agent, possibly a multi-sport agent, which is kind of this ongoing conversation until until things get moving uh, more so. But um, anyway, uh, I told him about my man, Brandon, who essentially I'm repping at this point. Um, you know, as, as a, much of a small man as I am in this industry, I am uh, repping my man, Brandon. And so I said, hey, is, uh, would, you know, here's a little bit about Brandon. Are you cool with, you know, him jumping on um, the showcase? And he's like, yeah, you know, we don't just take anybody. You know, we try to keep, obviously, the, the caliber of players uh, high. And uh, I was like, no, I mean, he's got two years of uh, pro experience and all of that. And I said, I can send you, you know, some tape. Is that cool? And so I did. And, and he basically got back to me within, you know, several hours and said, it's all good. Like, you know, he's good to go for the showcase. And so we'll find out uh, when they roll out the schedule, you know, what the entry fee and all of that is going to be. Um, you know, I'll be interested to know about the cap, you know, perhaps I connect with somebody else and maybe, maybe even can get them in there. But, um, you know, I did offer, of course, to volunteer my time, you know, in case he needs any of my help, uh, with the showcase with, you know, admin stuff or whatever. Um, so that was obviously a really special thing, especially in my position, just being so entry level, um, and, and to be able to have a really good conversation like that. And I'm finding that, you know, the people I'm talking to, uh, they're all like that. It, it's just, it's just really something. Um, so I'm very grateful to the Lord. I'm grateful for those people, um, being that friendly uh, and generous. Um, and, uh, you know, just to kind of, uh, you know, get get it closed up today for you guys, uh, guys and gals. I will say, you know, I, I'm enjoying remembering where I started, you know, what got me here. Um, one thing I've been thinking about is, you know, becoming a sports agent is like, why did I do this? And so to some degree, yes, I am going back to my why. And maybe that's really ministering to somebody listening. But um one thing I've realized is just as I've been doing my work, like I, I've just kind of re re understood that I've always liked to talk about what's good about something. I've never enjoyed talking about like I don't like pros and cons because I don't like talking about cons. I just don't feel that they're worth my time. Um, and to be honest, that's got me in trouble at times. But but I've always held true to my convictions. Um, you know, even when I uh, was not walking with the Lord and I was definitely not on that straight and narrow, um, you know, I was, I, was, uh, I was pretty pretty firm in my convictions, in some ways firm in my lack of conviction. Uh, but, but in any case, if we're talking about, say, being a sports agent and representing a player, I like to talk about what the strengths of the player are, all right? I don't want to embellish 
anything. But at the same time, I wanna talk about what they do well. Now, if they're not so great at something, well, let's talk about like, I, I learned a term in sports uh, from from the Milwaukee Bucks organization. I, I, I definitely pay a lot of attention to them because I got married in Milwaukee. I'm from Wisconsin. And obviously the Bucks are just making it happen right now with Giannis and the gang. And Drew Holiday is my favorite player to watch in basketball right now. Uh, easily, actually. Um, so... So yeah, obviously shout out Drew there. Um, and, and shout out Drew as far as like, hey, if you're listening, yeah, definitely key, key in on him. He's beautiful basketball, defense for sure, offensively as well, especially when he's, uh, when he's cooking and just in the zone. And I'm talking about making plays and all of that. But um, so getting back to it, I, like, like I, I learned this term from the Bucks organization, uh, capable shooter. So we've heard about willing shooter, but I like that word capable shooter, right? It means somebody may not, of course, some of you know this, sorry, but it means somebody may not be a great shooter or, or even quote unquote a good shooter, but they're capable of making the shot or, or they have a, a, a fairly high ceiling um, where they, they may very well be able to become a good shooter. So uh, I like that capable shooter. My man Brandon is basically what I consider a capable shooter. I've brought that term to him a couple times to kind of kind of let him know I want to see him just continue to attack the basket because I feel that that is his strength. And go figure, he told me the other day, that's already been his mindset, especially over the last couple years, getting to the rack and getting to the mid-range, which I feel is a, a lost start in the game. I know that's obvious, but seriously, I think literal penetration in basketball is uh, is just a lost art. And everyone's been talking about the mid-range since I was a boy uh, as far as it being a lost art. But I think just literally just penetrating at all is, is, is a lost art. And I know a lot of people do it, so I, I'm, I'm not disrespecting the game or, or anybody when I say that. But um, I just want to see it more. So anyway, um, hey, much love, everybody. Thank you for being here. And I look forward to catching you next time. Feel free to connect with me whenever. God bless. Mm-hmm.